the general partners, they make the investment decisions and the limited partners are really just providing the capital and taking a share of the profits. So the, the limited partners, they're only liable for the amount that they have invested in the deal. So if you invest $100,000 into a project, then you're only liable for the $100,000. If you're a residential real estate agent earning $200,000 a year and you want to grow your passive income, this show's for you. Learn the secrets other agents use and hear from experts in our field in order to guide you along your journey to investing in assets like apartment communities so that you can turn your commissions into cash flow. I'm Randall DeCleared. Let's go, baby. Welcome back to Agents Building Cashflow. I'm your host, Randall DeCleared. Today, we're talking on segment two about funds and making sure that you're aligned with them and then kind of the different structures of funds. And so, very quick episode. We're just going to dive in. And typically, there's three different types of funds when we're talking real estate funds. Okay. So, the first type is a limited partnership, typically called LP structure, right? And in a limited partnership structure, there's two different types of partners you have the general partner and you have the limited partners. And typically, the general partners are the ones that are managing the property. And that includes everything on the front end, right? So, that is the acquisition the due diligence, the getting the loan sorted, raising the capital, doing all that stuff and just running the property for the next five years, right? So that's general partners. That's what they do. The limited partners. So the general partners are, they make the investment decisions and the limited partners are really just providing the capital and taking a share of the profits. Okay. The limited partners, they're only liable for the amount that they have invested in the deal. So if you invest $100,000 into a project, then you're only liable for the $100,000. And you don't have any management responsibilities as a limited partner. So the structure is typically useful for investors that want to invest in property, but they don't want to have any day-to-day management or operational needs or input, right? So the second structure is a limited liability company. And an LLC is it's a kind of combines the aspects of partnership and corporations. We're proud to be sponsored by Ridgeline Investment Group. Ridgeline has a track record of transacting more than $53 million in assets throughout Texas. Ridgeline is currently looking to acquire 100 to 200 unit Class B multifamily communities between 5 and $20 million in San Antonio, Temple, Waco, Tyler, and other Texas secondary markets. To learn more about Ridgeline Investment Group, visit www.ridgelineig.com. So like an LLC structure, the investors are going to be called members, not limited partners, and they share in the profits and losses of the company. Unlike limited partners in an LP, LLC members, they do have management rights if they are given them. So you can typically have different classes of shares, some with voting rights and some with non-voting rights. And that's typical structure when you're setting it up as an LLC. And the LLC also provides some personal liability protection to the investors, kind of like a corporation. So this structure really kind of what we see in Texas a lot is an LLC structure. And so it just depends on where you are. The LP structure is a little older. It may be seen throughout the country, right? They're kind of interchangeable and it really just depends on who you're talking to. So the last one is a REIT or Real Estate Investment Trust. And REITs are publicly traded companies and they own and operate income producing real estate properties. Okay. So yeah, real estate investment trust is kind of like a BlackRock. 
you know, they're required to distribute at least 90% of the income to shareholders in the form of dividends. And they can be structured as a corporation, a trust, an association, all kinds of different things, right? But they're typically structured as corporations and they're traded on a major stock exchange. So you would know these names. You have seen them out there. You can buy them. I guess the thing about REITs, you can invest and it's pretty liquid. You can get in and out of those deals and you don't have to be actively involved in the management of those properties. However, REITs, they are subject to federal income tax. And uh, you also have to comply with a bunch of securities regulations in order to set those things up. Those are the three types of structures that funds will fall into. If you have any questions on any of those uh, about the benefits and the drawbacks of each one, happy to jump on a call with you and, and go through that and figure out what I can do to help. All right. So yeah, stay tuned. Next week, we're going to dive into fund managers and really what the role of a fund manager is and why it's important to know what they do. So Good chatting, good catching up. See you on the next episode. Surprisingly, most of the agents we speak with got into real estate hoping to gain passive income and become work optional. However, only one in five ever start investing. Most are simply too afraid to start. Once you get educated by listening to this show, you'll be able to overcome that fear and become the one in five who are finding financial freedom. Don't miss a single episode. If you want to stay up to date, the best way is to make sure you're subscribed. So if you haven't done that, go ahead and do it now. And we'll catch you on the next episode.